Hello and welcome to the Nature Unplugged podcast, where we are all about cultivating consciousness in the digital age. Let's get going. Welcome to the Nature Unplugged podcast with me, your host, Sebastian Sloven, and with me, my usual co-host, Sonia Mohammed. Welcome, Sonia. Thanks. Good to be here. Good to have you here. Okay. Well, let's get right into it. This episode of the Nature Unplugged podcast is all about doom scrolling. Dun, dun, dun. Good sound effects. So what is doom scrolling? We're going to get into that in a minute. But, you know, have you been finding yourself spending more time on news and social media uh, with all the pandemic news and protests going on. If so, you may be doom scrolling. And uh, if you are doing that, you're certainly not alone. You know, it turns out that the data shows that many of us are spending a lot more time on social media and news platforms amid all this uncertainty. And so we're going to explore what doom scrolling is and uh, why it's so hard to look away. And I think more importantly, again, what solutions are there, what we can do about it. But before we get into that, Sonia, what are the latest updates from Nature Unplugged? Yeah, well, we are. Yeah. Yeah, we're officially in summer, right? Summer. No, Ooh. no, we're not. Uh, well, for school. We June are. 21st. Oh, yeah. But for schools, we are. Yeah. Um, so we have been like ramping up some of our summer offerings. We've got ENU Leadership and Ocean Adventures going on. And these are all about like getting back outside and experiencing Nature Unplugged. That's what ENU stands for. And they are unique small group experiences uh, that focus on connecting with each other, self-discovery, learning. You know, we focus on leadership development, social-emotional learning, nature education, and basic wilderness and water safety. So we've got these in two different formats right now. We have sort of a standing weekly adventure um, that's three hours long, once a week. And then also just recently began offering our week-long half-day camps. And so both options are available. They do have limited uh, capacity, so it's a first-come, first-served basis. But if you have a tween or teen in the San Diego area and are you know, looking for some fun summer nature plans, uh, get in touch with us. We get, we're going to give you um, a link in our show notes to this, but the, the uh, URL is www.natureunplugged.com backslash enu-adventures for more Great. info. Great. Yeah. And then we've also... I uh, recently created some scavenger scavenger hunts, some fun ones. So like a basic scavenger hunt, a backyard one, and an ocean one. Um, we're selling these through Etsy. We'll, we'll put a link beach to one. these beach as well. One. Oh, yeah, beach. I say ocean, but it's really more of a beach. You don't have to be You could like... do it from the ocean if you want, but it's meant <laughs> to be done from the beach. Right, from the sand. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> Good clarification. But yeah, scavenger hunts are a great way to you know, promote getting outside, have an activity to do that's unplugged and really um, connecting with your surroundings. Fun family time in the sun. Yes. Or not sun. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Anything else? That's it. Okay, great. Thank you so much for that update, Sonia. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get right into it. We're talking about doom scrolling, which up until a few weeks ago, I hadn't heard this term. So no, you, me either. You may, be, you may be out there listening to this going like, I mean, you may know about it, or you may be like, what's doom scrolling? Well, I'll tell you what it is. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's basically obsessively watching, reading, uh, scrolling through social media and the news, following the latest updates uh, in the with the pandemic or with disasters or with looting. What you know, whatever strikes your fancy. It's just kind of constantly following the uh, negative news. 
And I just, um, a little while ago went on, I, I Googled it. Urban Dictionary has a definition for doom scrolling. It is obsessively, obsessively reading social media posts about how utterly effed up we are. They don't use effed up, but mm-hmm. how utterly messed up, let's just say, we are. And an example of this was, is, I've got to stop doom scrolling about COVID-19. It's making me depressed. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah. So, I mean, we um, we recently read a really wonderful article on this and then kind of delved, dived into it from there. Mm-hmm. And it's been really informative. Uh, so we'll talk a little bit more about, about the article. But this is also something we wanted to talk about because it's been near and dear to our hearts because of experiencing this phenomenon. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about, Sonia? I sure do. Do doom, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, no, it's yeah. totally me. I'm super guilty of this. So you're more of a doom scroller uh, than yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. But I know it happens to everyone, okay? Yeah. You're not alone. Yeah, I know that. Thank you're you. not alone. And I think it's it's really interesting, right? Um, and I want to talk, the article goes into this a little bit, but I want to kind of share about kind of this this idea of really being on the lookout for, for negative information or like the latest disaster yeah, why are we doing that? Really comes from a kind of a primal instinct place. Mm-hmm. So according to some some experts on this, is that it's it's basically we're you know we are uh, wired to be on the lookout for you know like poisonous berries, snakes, uh, rival tribe members. You know from back I'm talking yesteryear, back yeah. in the day. Threats and danger back in the day. Threats and danger and scanning your surroundings because it's you know the kind of how we're wired is like you're you may see a stick that sort of looks like a snake and your mind is going to just make, assume it's a snake and you jump out of the way. There's no harm in jumping out of the way if it's a stick. But if, if you're kind of lax in that regard, uh, there is harm in stepping <laughs> on a snake, Yeah, obviously. So we're like much more, yeah, wired to seek out negative stuff. And so th- I think that works, this wiring works really well or worked really well for us when we were in like a kind of a hunter-gatherer, more tribal state mm-hmm. living outdoors and and all mm-hmm. that stuff it's super necessary mm-hmm. right but as we know um these aren't really I- imminent physical threats anymore you know we're we're seeing uh you know a a, a news story or a social media post about covid-19 some latest stats and we respond in the exact same way that we would to the snake or the lion or whatever the poisonous berries and so you know we know what happens you know we uh all sorts of physiological changes happen. You know, our blood pressure goes up, heart rate goes up. There's um, adrenaline happening. And what we don't have is like the the release of that. So we're just basically constantly getting amped up um, from all the negative news and uh, there's not a release. Right. So we're having like a primal response, like we're getting triggered to feel nervous, afraid or stressed, um, but it's not to an actual threat. It's like to a news story. Right. right. Um, and not to downplay the news story, but it doesn't, the news story doesn't have an, you know, an imminent threat upon right. it. Right. It's an immediate physiological response that's right. not based on a real present physical danger. Right. So, yeah. yeah. So just, you know, ba- deep in our brain, deep in our DNA, we're sort of right set to, I think it's really to kind of take care of our families, our partners, our spouses, or mm-hmm. and each other. It's like we got to be scanning the environment to keep ourselves safe. Right. Yeah, and that's what it that's what I think unconsciously it probably feels like to us a bunch is we we're scanning the news because we want to understand and like make good decisions and avoid risks where possible. Right. right. And I think that this is really interesting too is that 
this article also talks about kind of this, it's maybe not exactly worded like this, but kind of this, this uh, primal instinct combined with the technological advances and the attention economy, which is something we've talked about a lot. Basically, mm-hmm. if you're not familiar with the attention economy, it's this that the this giant economy based on keeping our attention for as long as possible. So Facebook, Instagram, news platforms are all vying for our attention, uh, you know, writing whatever headlines they can to keep us on there. The longer we're on their platforms, of course, the more potential they have to advertise to us, the more potential they have to make money. Mm-hmm. And so that's the attention economy. Right. So it's, so, it's both grabbing our attention and keeping it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so this kind of like primal instinct plus the tech attention economy and the technological advances and the sort of the uh, underlying algorithms that keep us mm-hmm. kind of locked in mm-hmm. uh, on our newsfeed is kind of like this perfect storm for doom scrolling. Mm. And again, yeah, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I think the stats around, I can pull this up, but it, but stats around like this last quarter since oh, the yeah, pandemic like 24% started. 24% more time yeah, or something. 20, like I think oh, people are spending yeah. 24% more time. Media. Twitter and social media is, you know, just views are way up and the amount of time people are spending on them mm-hmm. is way up. Yes. Nuts. It's nuts. Yeah, my sc- my screen time app has has been showing me some of those trends too. Yeah, at the end of yeah, the day. yeah. You may have seen that too. <laughs> yeah. Um, and of course, the the piece about the attention economy is important because, you know, the the uh, I guess intention behind the people uh, writing the stories and coding the you know the platforms is not they have no real care for our well being. It's basically just keeping us. Getting grabbing our attention and keeping us on yeah. there, so that's important well, to know. Right, that might be a little harsh. I think their primary concern is not yeah. our well-being. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Maybe that's a true. secondary concern. No, I'm not saying they're bad people. Right, but, they're yeah. like a business. And it's they, a business. Yeah, our attention is their their thing. But yeah, yeah. I wanted to ask you, Sonia, because bl- yeah, good. oh yeah. I oh. think before we jump into that, though, oh. I think there's another interesting piece of Talk this. Talk to me. Um, when you think back to like the emergence and development of news and how news used to be when it first like was in our lives, like not ours, but our parents or grandparents, it really was quite limited. It was like breaking news only, immediate like information that needed to get to you fast for your general safety, right. well-being, like, you know, like weather. There's, like there's um, a hurricane coming. Right. There's yeah. a tidal wave coming. There's a fire. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe like or there's a someone broke out of jail. Yeah. Or oh. there's like, I don't know, but those sorts of things. I mean, probably more war. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. But then like as it evolved, it was still limited, but it was like a more local news right. and more immediate. Right. Um, and we have obviously come a long way from that. Um and it used to be quite clear what the difference between news and entertainment was, like entertainment information and news information. And now it's like all very murky and intertwined where it's some news, but then there's like also entertainment bits into articles. And uh, it's harder to know your source. It's harder to know what they're basing their information on. And there's just a lot of information. Yeah, I think it. I think that the challenge is, right, it all really seems like breaking news that mm-hmm. is like really pertinent to your self and safety mm-hmm. and that's certainly it's not saying none of this news is is necessary you know it's important to you know stay up to date on what you know protocols to take or whatever with the pandemic or whatever's going on but there's a big difference between that mm-hmm. and understanding that and spending six hours on twitter following the like the minute by minute latest right which is yeah. not that helpful so it's no. right discerning you know what's really necessary yeah. for you to take in versus what is just kind of the 
<laughs> what is doom scrolling? Yeah. Well, and I, I think my first experience with this, if I'm being honest, it like brought me Be back. Be honest with us here. <laughs> it brought me back to um, the 9-11 attacks. It was the first time I'd seen really like constant and continuous news coverage of like one event. And especially in the first like few days following that, that was like important to like nobody really understood what was happening or if there was continued danger or what. Um but I had never seen anything like that before. And then that's what it feels like to me right now of like, you've got this huge event that the whole country is aware of, the whole you know world is aware of, and that we're all unsure about what's next. And it's like hard to not, <laughs> hard to not keep coming back to right, the news. Right, right. Yeah. It's almost like continuous 9-11 type experiences mm-hmm. with this, you know, right. and, and you, you, you got to tune in and then, you know, tomorrow or even in the next hour to really stay on top of it. Yeah. To care for your family. And if you don't do that, <laughs> yeah, you're um, negligent. Yeah, um, that's. I think that's what people are meant to, or like meant feeling. to feel. And yeah. I think we can make each other feel that way pretty easily. Of like saying like, "Well, I read this article, blah blah,", blah. and then if somebody says like, "What? I had no idea about any of that," you almost, I mean, unconsciously sort of shame them. Like, how? What are you doing? You don't even know what's going on. Um, There's but, probably a term for that. It's probably like, doom scrolling shaming. Scroll uh, shaming. <laughs> scroll shaming. Information shaming. But one of the one of the things that I think exemplifies like my experience with this the most is um, I tend to check like two news outlets primarily, and that's NPR and CNN. Um, and I have recently found myself checking CNN a lot more. Uh, and when I reflected on why I was doing that, it's because. NPR had like more sort of static headlines like they would have they would have a story I would check at 8 a.m. they'd have a story I'd read it I'd be like oh that was interesting you know I'd come back at like 10 a.m. on a little break look at NPR it's like the same headlines right boring and then I go to CNN and they're changing like every 10 minutes right and they have like 70 different headlines on their page and NPR had like five main ones and then you had to like scroll and dig for other things um, it's, yeah. it's much more responsible what NPR is doing and I can feel sort of like the importance of those headlines in a different way than CNN but I'm much more pulled to CNN because right. there's they're always like something new to read it. yeah 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 and they're I mean they're a business and you know? similar you know if you look at Fox on the other side of the spectrum right. it's mm-hmm. very similar to yeah. I think CNN in terms of like Sort of a Constantly, continuous con- new, it con- yeah. It's like a continuous, it's almost like a social media feed. That's what it feels like. Versus NPR or, you know, another platform like that, which is a bit more like, you know, slow. Yeah, and more like headlines for the day. Headlines for the day. Or like if something is truly breaking, they'll like have a breaking news right. article about it. Yeah, yeah, if you look at CNN or any of those programs, it's like every minute there's breaking news, which is... <laughs> yeah, it is. I think by definition, no longer breaking news. And I mean, one thing we've learned through sort of the tech apps, like the popular ones about the color red and how how much you get drawn to a color red through notifications. That's like part of the reason why you're so pulled to check them. Right. Um, if you look at CNN's platform, like they have all of these red, like red bolded headlines for the news story. Like their live update is a red like little banner. Uh, there's a lot of red on that website. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a good segue into, like, what do we do about doom scrolling? You know, well, what are the solutions? I want to hear, is this just not an issue for you? It's not an issue. <laughs> no, this is not an issue. No, no, no. No, it's, I mean, I, my experience of this is, I feel myself, I, I know I'm spending a lot more time on just, like, news platforms, which I never used to really do. Mm-hmm. I would kind of get my news in a, uh, like, try and get a condensed morning, little, mm-hmm. little morning thing, and right. then... Um, Kind of like a morning roundup of the, or the yeah. of the day, 
And then now I'm kind of going, I never used to go on any of these news platforms. And now mm-hmm. I find myself, it's like, it's just my go-to thing. So it's definitely, it's definitely impacting me. I, 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 I wouldn't say I'm spending like hours or it's like a, right. you know, hugely negative impact on my life, but it is like the thing to do now, or basically for the last few months since the pandemic happened to, mm-hmm. if I have any free time, it's usually going to staying up to date on the breaking news. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I mean, and I think, right, there's, everyone's going to be impacted by this in different levels. And so regardless of, how, I guess, how much of this, how much this is impacting you, I think it's important to talk about, like, you know, if this is something you feel and are wanting, you know, and you don't like the results of it, you know, mm-hmm. what do we do about this? So I want to, let's spend yeah. a little bit of time talking about the solutions. And I think let's, I want to start with, you know, we've talked about this in previous episodes and a lot of our work is around this, but going back to the attention economy and the tactics and tools that coders use to keep our attention. That's like, you know, exactly like what, what you were saying with the mm-hmm. color red and mm-hmm. CNN. And so mm-hmm. I think one thing is just really be really mindful of the platform, the news platform that you're checking and, you know, are they, are they really playing into this or not? Right. If you have constantly breaking news, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of red, they're kind of, they're hooking you in. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, step one would be to notice if you're doom scrolling. Right. Uh, and then I think, do you want to change that? Getting in touch with that and, and why? Yeah. I yeah. think it's all about awareness. No yeah. shame. No shame no. in, doom, in mm-hmm. doom scrolling. Um, but yeah, let's jump into it. Let's, let's talk more about some solutions. Yeah. What are your favorites? I think, um, I mean, one of the things I'd love for us to get back to, and you sort of alluded to this, is we used to listen to like a 15-minute news roundup in the morning, like the NPR up first. Um, and it gives you sort of the important headlines, um, typically from the day before or anything breaking in the morning. Um, but that was, that's great. You just, you get sort of the important stuff. It's from a source that we particularly find credible and value. Um, so I'm sure there are plenty of other news outlets that do this as well. Um, if NPR isn't your jam, um, that's one that I think is really useful. Um, I think something I haven't been very good about, but I would like to change is like really getting intentional about um, not looking at the news during a break, like in a quick little break. Cause sometimes I do that sort like of unconsciously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, cause I, I have like a pretty good feel for like, I like to check it in the morning and I like to check it once in the evening. Um, but where I've been getting a little less um, pristine with my <laughs> news pristine. parameters. Yeah getting a little um dirty okay got it so you're tra- basically what we're talking about is like boundaries and parameters right so it's right. like so i have some boundaries that are working well for me but i've like started slipping in other places and i want to tighten up those boundaries again yeah yeah right and i think just knowing that we're going against some of our sort of primal instincts this is this is mm-hmm. not easy necessarily but right, right but it all starts with awareness so like right so what are those boundaries for you what does it look like is it you know uh a kind of a compilation news news program in a short little bit that gives you a lot or you know is it like you know no news after 7 p.m mm-hmm. really getting kind of clear on that i think this is uh you know you may have heard this before from us but i think really plugging in nature plugging in having nature breaks you know yeah. just like time unplugged that that especially if you're caught in sort of a doom scrolling vortex you know if you can bring awareness to it uh you then have the choice to 
put the phone down, maybe take a little walk around the block. Yeah. Um, I think one thing too that we talked about this a lot is is really maybe an intentional fast from the news right, is something right. that I think is really really useful, and I think it's it's super helpful to do that for me because uh, again you get into this mindset that if you're not on it, if you're not watching your notifications, you're going to miss something huge Mm -hmm. and you're going to be screwed. Mm -hmm. Uh, Versus when you take maybe a full day off the news and survive, you're like, interesting. Mm -hmm. I guarantee too, if there's actually late breaking news, you're going to find out about it. Yeah. Someone's going to tell you. Yeah. It's going to come through in like a mass text or something (laughs) like that. Yeah. Uh, One, another thing I was thinking about is, in terms of solutions is really like thinking about being mindful of, you know, what type of example you're setting. If you're a parent or even like a part in, in a partnership, mm-hmm. um, you know, like being mindful of, you know, like what's, what's important in the household. And if, if, you know, kids see you or us, you know, scrolling, scrolling constantly mm-hmm. and being constantly anxious because of that, it's probably not going to fare very well for the kiddos mm-hmm. as well. Again, not shaming, but just like thinking about what type of example right. we're setting. Yeah, and understanding that like kids or others, like even adult <laughs> partners, they don't know what you're doing on your phone. Um, right. So they just see you sort of scrolling, um, you know, not present in another way, but just yeah. present with your phone. And that's a good, good segue, I think, into another solution, which is like really getting in touch with what you want. Because... The time you're spending doom scrolling is taking away from something else that could be mm-hmm. much more productive, whether it's, you know, learning something or doing something that brings you joy or, you know, positivity or laughter or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, or working on a project, right? So really getting, I think, getting in touch with what we want as individuals is helpful because I think the, the thing that happens is uh, doom scrolling will fill the void if there's any uh, vacuum or a place where there's not an I want. Yeah, and I think you can even apply that. I think that's very important in and of itself. And then you can also apply that to to your news intake. Like, what is your goal with the news? Is it to stay up to date? Is it to get important local information? Like, one of the struggles I've been having is um, just finding a source that tells me what I need to know about, like, county... Uh, city policies around like parks and beaches and what I can and can't do and that's important for our work um, and so sometimes I find myself trying to find that on the news and then realize like oh I should really be looking at a like San Diego City website or an Encinitas City website to like right. find this information and so like clarifying that goal helps me right move off of the platform that's like not helping me and promoting doom scrolling and maybe to a space where I can actually find the information I'm trying to get yeah that's great yeah thanks yeah it works 30% of the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's that's I think that's a good little uh, little bit of solutions. Yeah, I, I think agree. That's great. Mm-hmm. And this we can talk about a lot more things, but I think that's good for now. I want to kind of wrap it with a, a challenge. Love it. Your t- your turn for the uh, the challenge jingle. <laughs> challenge. Oh man. Was it I think that I was exciting. That was mic. super loud. Yeah, that was loud. Yeah. Okay. We can maybe take care of that in the editing process. <laughs> okay. Challenge for you, Sonia. Okay. What's one tactic? And challenge for you, listener. One tactic that you're going to put into place to either avoid or limit the amount of doom scrolling that you're doing. Go. 
Ooh, um, I mentioned this before. I want to um, really commit to the the like time parameters of when I want to look at news, so like thirty minutes in the morning, thirty minutes in the evening, yeah, and not look on my breaks. Okay. I would also like oh, to two. Okay, yeah, good. I'd also like to find a way to like transition from news to other things so mm-hmm. like if I do my 30 minutes like because sometimes I read things that are upsetting or whatever and it's hard to just put down my phone and like open up my email and start working right. and so maybe going for like a short little walk or at least getting up and doing something to sort of break the the news doom and gloom feeling I yeah. may be having before moving on to my next activity right that's great what about you it's a good question I think for me uh right just being being aware, being aware of when I'm doing it, mm-hmm. and definitely just like trying to bring, make it like a little mindfulness practice mm-hmm. would be helpful. And then really getting in touch with what do I want during that particular, if I find myself doom scrolling or more, maybe more preventatively or proactively getting in touch with what I want beforehand, you know, whether it's, uh, there's a bunch of audiobooks that I have that I haven't listened mm-hmm. to that I really mm-hmm. want to get into that I think are going to bring a lot more value, uh, to my life. And so getting in touch with what I want and, like yeah, just stepping into the whether it's an audiobook or like more an educational podcast or something like that mm, versus just uh doom scrolling yeah love it awesome awesome well great job everyone <laughs> particularly me though right great job sonia thank you yeah great job sonia well that wraps up this episode of the nature unplugged podcast thanks so much for tuning in uh, again, you can find our episodes basically anywhere you listen to your podcast, uh, SoundCloud, Spotify. We would love it if you could take a moment to subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts. That helps us a ton. And be sure and visit www.natureunplugged.com for more information and resources. We've got tons of resources on there. And uh, yeah, we'll keep it rolling. We'll see you next week. Bye. Things change like seasons out of our control If you think you should go I will let you go oh, oh.